We want to open the scriptures for just a few moments before the baptisms. We will get to those in just one moment. Would you turn to Psalm 33? Psalm 33, as we have been focusing on songs of praise, and we've been answering just simple questions. Number one, we answer the question, why we sing? And the second week, we answered the question, how we sing? And the scriptures give great variety and uh, a different, a very general perspective. And so uh, we hopefully came to the conclusion that there is a variety of perspectives that we can land on in regards to this issue. And really, uh, learning to love one another with those differences and those preferences is really a mark uh, of the Spirit of God in our midst. And so we're thankful for that. And I'm thankful for the response even the last week of, of those uh, from all the generations, just of your desire to be truly biblical in your thinking along these lines. And the last simple question, uh, and it's, it's probably an answer that you already know, but just want to remind us as we go into Thanksgiving, what we sing, what we sing. And so look at Psalm 33, if you would. I'll read here the first few verses. Sing for joy in the Lord, O righteous ones. Praise is becoming the upright. Give thanks to the Lord with the lyre. Sing praises to him with a harp of ten strings. Sing to him a new song. Play skillfully with a shout of joy. And I want to just encourage us as we head into this week, we should always be praising the Lord. Psalm 150 tells us that if we have breath, we should praise the Lord. But as we think about the holiday and spending time together, let me encourage you to spend some extra time praising and thanking the Lord. You can do that by way of song, as, as we're instructed here. This really isn't an option for us. Again, as we talked about that first week of why we sing, um, this is direct instruction from God. We are to sing to the Lord. And so we can sing his praises. We sing them with joy. Doesn't mean the circumstances are great. It means that everything is great because uh, God is in control of those circumstances. And so uh, for the variety of folks in our church who have experienced many dark waters this year and still are on some level, uh, we can still praise the Lord and we can praise the Lord with joy because we are in Christ and he is our righteousness. And doesn't matter who we are and what we struggle with and, and the, the, the just tremendous amount of temptation and hardship that we go through, we are okay because we are in Christ. And it tells us here in verse 1 there, praise is becoming or it's fitting. And so let that be what characterizes our lives this week. Um, because it's fitting for those who are in Christ, those who are upright, to praise with joy. And we want to give thanks. We give thanks through our singing and through our times of prayer and praise. We give thanks to the Lord for what he has done. And the rest of the psalm really describes um, the, the reasons why we praise. And so if you're coming up with with not a whole lot, you think about maybe how you feel towards God this morning, and there's not a lot of just feeling there, uh, let me encourage you to focus on truth, because this psalm actually tells us what to praise God for. So if, if you're coming up dry, 
um, because maybe your circumstances are so hard, because of everything that you're facing, um, let this be your instruction guide to praising him. And if you go back in the text, it says, For the word of the Lord is upright, and all his work is done in faithfulness. His love, he loves righteousness and justice. The earth is full of his loving kindness. And so we look at his character in these two verses. There's so much to praise God for just because of who he is. And his character is very clear from this text. He's upright. He is honorable and honest in every way. He is faithful in his work. God will always be faithful to his word and his work. His righteous, he loves righteousness and justice. When you look at this world and you see the brokenness and the, the injustice and those things that don't seem fair, maybe even in your own life, we have a God who loves righteousness and he loves justice. That's who he is. And his loving kindness or his mercy, it literally fills the earth. And so when we think about all of the effects of sin that came when we as, as humans chose to go away from God. And from that point, the curse came, which was right and it was just. But we've experienced the effects of the curse every generation since then. And in our generation, we are still experiencing the curse of sin upon this world. And because of that, it ends up being kind of a rough place to live in. There's, it's not, I mean, we have a lot of blessings here in this country, but as a whole, there is a lot of hardship and a lot of brokenness. And, and so we, we look to the God that is in control of all that, and his mercy, it says, fills the earth. So when we're tempted to look at this world like everything is going bad and there's nothing good happening, let truth remind you that as long as God is in control, and he always is and always will be, his mercy fills the earth. And so you have a reason to praise the Lord. So if you're coming up dry this Thanksgiving, open your Bible to this psalm and just literally repeat what the truth says, that he is a just and kind God, that he is faithful, he is upright in every way, and his mercy is there whether you think it is or not. Let truth control. And then verses 6 through following, it talks about his creative work in the world. And uh, by the word of the Lord, the heavens were made, and by the breath of his mouth, all their hosts. And it continues to describe that. And then it goes on to talk about the nations. Verse 10, the Lord nullifies the counsel of the nations, and he frustrates the plans of the people. The counsel of the Lord stands forever. The plans of his heart from generation to generation Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. You know what? We have so much to be thankful for because we understand God is ruling and reigning over every single nation. Every single nation. I was talking to my dear friends from Haiti this morning and just getting an update on what's uh, happening down in Haiti. And, and, and really, it's just not a, a very healthy place, and it hasn't been. It's been very dangerous. They can't even go to visit. And, and uh, she responded by saying um, that, you know what, because my words is nothing good is happening. And they were like, oh, kind of. It. And then she said, but, but God is in control of it. And, and that really is the right perspective, that it doesn't matter what on, on the human level is happening in the nations, even in our own nation. We, we don't have to worry. We don't have to live in fear. God is in complete control. And we can trust him. His counsel 
stands. And if he's allowing something to happen, he's allowing it for his glory and for his purposes to be accomplished. And so we just rest and we trust. So again, there is so much to be thankful for, so much to praise the Lord for. And just look at the last part of the psalm in verse 18 because his commitment is clear. Behold, the eye of the Lord is on those who fear him, on those who hope for his loving kindness to deliver their soul from death and to keep them alive in famine. Our soul waits for the Lord. He is our help and our shield for our heart rejoices in him because we trust in his holy name. Let the loving kindness, O Lord, be upon us. Let your loving kindness, O Lord, be upon us according as we have hoped in you. And so tell your heart this Thanksgiving to hope in God. Tell your heart this Thanksgiving to praise the Lord. Tell your heart this Thanksgiving that all really is okay. Because the Lord, his character never changes. His creative power sustains and his commitment will always be there, no matter what. And so we continue to, with our breath, praise the Lord, with our words and with our song, we give thanks over and over and over because it is right and it is becoming to his children. And so let us give thanks all week long, as we should all the time, but with this special emphasis, even if we do not feel it, Psalm 22 says that God inhabits the praise of his people. And so there is, there is an effect on our feelings when we praise the Lord. So hopefully you, you feel in a healthy way closer to the Lord in this moment than you did when you walked in today because we have spent time praising the Lord and God inhabits the praise of his people and his presence is near to those who seek him. So when we draw nigh to him in praise and thanksgiving, he then draws nigh to us. And so may this be a healthy and a very helpful week of praise and thanksgiving for all of us here in the Calvary family.